When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. By the way, if you Google the Janelle Monet video, make sure kids are not around and do not do that at work. Oh, this, my goodness. This public service message brought to you by Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented <laughs> about, by Progressive what, Insurance. Hey, Freddie? <laughs> yes, what sir. What about you? You wasn't on the show. What's your celebrity crush? Oh, goodness. To this day, it's still Thelma, Thelma, Thelma from Good Times. Still to this day. Bernadette Stannis, yeah, still was, to this day. Close yeah. second, Pam Greer, still to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all a great them, one. Yeah, mm-hmm. All them, Pam Greer, oh, all them. Believe yeah. me, Thelma, Thelma, Thelma. Yeah, that's still my celebrity crush to this day. But like I said, that Janelle Monáe video, do not <laughs> open that video at work. I'm telling you. Like we yeah, said. I, I, I hadn't seen it, but. Ooh. Yeah. Man, I, I'm sure you would be sending it to me. I've seen it. Hey, Alan Yates hey, probably has it on a constant loop. Hey, Key, I got a strong social media team. Give yeah. me about five minutes. Hold on. Alan Yates has had that on a constant loop since Thursday when that song dropped. He's not fronting on a soul. I, right got, there, I got the lipstick now. Don't, yeah, don't get yeah, it confused. See, already, that's how we get in trouble. Celebrity <laughs> what is that amazing? And the name of her album is called The Age of Pleasure. The Age of Pleasure. Yeah. Exactly. Like Jay Will just said. They came out with the celebrity crush, and you say, oh, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I like her. And then it's all of a sudden, mm-hmm. what are you doing? What mm-hmm. do you mean? Oh, you got Dang. that from Honey Bunch? Oh, no, they ain't going to never. They know how I get down, so they're not even going to trip on me. Okay. I'm going to be yeah. honest about yeah. if they look cute, oh, they look cute. I mean, that doesn't mean I want to be like Jay said. It doesn't mean I'm trying to get at them. Exactly. I'm out the game. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm already signed to the like the, Key, They're going to have me up there like the playmaker. Keep going. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, when you out the, you, yep. you, uh, you out the game, you, you just you know you just you just stay out the game. You just you you yeah. see what's around. Like going to Laker see, game, going, yeah. mm-hmm. going to a Laker game is like going to live in Miami. It's like a club. You know, it's it, just it really is. When Everything it comes to celebrities there? The, they get to dress it up. It's like, man, you're at a basketball game. What are you doing? They they go there to be seen, and they know they're going to be seen, <laughs> and they're going to be on those screens. They know exactly yeah, my, my what Miami, they're doing. Yeah, Miami Heat in the Lakers yeah. will be very – see, I mm-hmm. obviously the Lakers I need in. I want in, I need in. Sure. I get it. Boston I'll accept because it's a it's a Celtics nice, Lakers. Yeah, it's a nice story. They get a seventeen. We got seventeen. We can get eighteen. Tatum. I mean, I get that. But the Miami one is just mm-hmm. it's a sexier storyline, right? LeBron going back to Miami for the first time in the championship. Yeah. Uh, they obviously played against them in the bubble, but that's totally different. Now you got the the whole celebrity driven. The lifestyle in Miami versus the whole celebrity-driven lifestyle in Los Angeles. Pat Riley, Lakers. I mean, it's just a whole story behind it. That's one of the main reasons I want to see it on top of. Mm-hmm. It's good basketball, and we'll probably beat them. Well, Jay, well, real quick, because you, you got You see Freddie? Yeah, go ahead. Freddie, yeah, I, I'm going to tell all my, all my Denver affiliates, clip that. <laughs> clip what Keith just said right yep. there. 
Make that work. And just keep running that on Denver radio all day long. Like, why? What you know, did I like say? They, that? They're I didn't already even the, mention Denver. That's why. I, that's my point. That's his that's point. That's why. That's I mean, like, I you're, I, you're pegging the Lakers in the championship game against either the what, Celtics what, or Miami. What, and why wouldn't I? Well, I no, that's be fine. Bias saying, with my opinion. Been, I don't have to. You know. You're allowed to, but that's been the theme of what's been happening to Denver the whole year. People have just been like, "Well, okay, they're they're cute and all, but you know." Like that's been the thing. Man, Denver can play, man. I, I, what, the Western Conference Finals to me, like I, if you're asking me which finals am I more excited about, it's definitely the Western Conference. Now I appreciate Jimmy Butler, and I, I think Miami's going to make it a dog fight as well. Yeah. Um, and look, who, who knows with Miami, man? They they can end up winning it too, even though I would highly favor the Boston Celtics. But watching Joel and watching AD and Nikola Jokic go back and forth, watching LeBron go with Aaron Gordon, watching KCP. Mm-hmm guard the likes of Caruso, seeing vice versa how they defend. Just those storylines, too. KCP used to playing for the Los Angeles Lakers. Right. Uh, Bruce Brown, who can get up under their skin. Like, there's a lot there to unpack with that series. For my money, by the way, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Lakers never, to me, is going seven. That's what I think about this series. I could see the Celtics beating the Heat in five because I, I still wonder if the Heat will be able to play like that against a team that will be able to score back like the Boston Celtics will be able to. When it comes to the Lakers and the, and the Denver Nuggets, that has all the makings, guys, of every game being 110, 105, 121, 118, and going to seven games because, for my money, Denver's been the best team in the playoffs so far. I know what the Lakers have done. I know Miami's been able to do in the Boston Celtics. But they have been able to live up to the hype that people didn't think they were going to live up to when it comes to Denver. And now you get a chance to go to a place you've never been. The NBA Finals and the Lakers are standing in your way. To me, Key and Jay Will, yeah. that is all that makes it a seven-game series. Beat, beat me up, Jay, real quick here, okay? Because I'm going to ask you this question, and maybe you think I'm stupid, dumb, or, one of, or even both. Who has Denver really played? Did Denver, did, did they, I mean, they played an undermanned Phoenix team. Right? They got all sorts of issues. In fact, the coach just got fired. And before that, they played Minnesota. Come on, man. Well, we know what the narrative key would sound like if they struggled with both of those teams. We know what that narrative would have sounded like. Yeah, but they they, they, they didn't struggle with them. Yeah. They took care of them. So why should they be punished because of who I, they quote-unquote didn't I'm play? Not, I'm not saying they should be punished. I'm just saying if they have a good team that's better than – uh, the teams that they face in Minnesota, as well as, as well as uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, you know. So, are now. you saying that the Lakers are more battle tested throughout these playoffs? The, the Lakers is, is are better. The, the Lakers are a better team than both of those teams. They are more battle yeah. tested. You brought yes. it up. I didn't. And they got LeBron, damn James. Okay, understood. I mean, but, but, but wait a second. Nobody. The Lakers have a legit shot to win this whole thing. They do. Like, I think everybody recognizes that. I don't think anybody's saying that the Lakers don't have a shot to win. It's the tone on the delivery, though. From who? No, From I, both I, of I, us? I think it's – No, really, really. I think it's the disrespect that comes Denver's way that is – There's no disrespect. How is it disrespect? Because Dude, I, you're I, the most because... disrespectful Denver guy. <laughs> I'm not disrespectful. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not disrespectful. I just don't believe in the Nuggets. I don't believe in the 
and he's going to go for 50 and 18, and he's got a passing assist, and he's a big, he can shoot from the three. I don't believe in all that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but Key, like, you use I'm not on the court, first like of it's, all. It's boring. It doesn't look right. Like, it, it, the style me, doesn't really get to me. Like, it's – those are those are disrespectful things to say. The dude <laughs> like, is way more than like, tall at the rim, man. He doesn't even jump. AD's but with, taller but, than Jokic. Yeah, but at least he jumps. Okay. Okay. It should make it harder for what Jokic is doing then. Wow. Look, he already there, but, like, man. Those are, the, those are the kind of lazy things. Like, you know what I mean? That's what drives Timber fans crazy. It drives them crazy. Well, maybe that's like, part of my be plan. There better woman in office in the league other than Steph. Than look, see, Jokic. look at the rebound. That, that – Come on, man. man. That guy could play for me any day of the week. It's called boxing Sunday, somebody man. out with your lower your lower body, man. Oh, you that, go, you, hey, you really you really going up against a, a, a six four guard? Okay, that really Believe. that really is impressive. That, that okay, dude, I'm just trying. So look, a, a lot of players play above the waist. Some players play. Well, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, never mind. I know where you were going. Hey right. yo, you, you stopped that quickly me out there. Y'all ain't gonna but, catch but me. But in all in all seriousness, though, you know what I mean. This is a challenge. This is going to be a challenge for Denver. That's that's it's it gonna be a challenge for the Lakers too. It's gonna no, be a I, challenge for the gonna, Lakers too. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying it isn't, but the cruise control of just rolling to the Western Conference Final, it stops tomorrow night. Okay, it does. I believe Anthony Davis could get the better of him mm-hmm. on both ends of the floor. All right, I, I understand that, I, and I do believe when you talk about the defensive side uh, for Denver, who's Porter going? Who like? What they gonna do there? Who's who you putting Porter on? Well, who you? Well, yeah, for me the Lakers. Well, who you? Who are the Lakers putting on Porter if he's getting going from the three point line? LeBron gonna, can't do it like he used to anymore, and they don't have anybody I that think, kind of height that can it, do that. I think. I think in these moments and situations, he digs deep as always and comes out of his bag with a lot of tricks. We just saw it in Ooh. Game Six, yeah, where man. other games we sitting there scratching our head. We watch LeBron look like a thousand years old in Memphis. Not the next game. He said that. He said, no, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to allow this to happen. And guess what, Freddie? He changed. We saw what he did in game six. He wasn't going to allow his team to go to Golden State for game seven. And he knew if I go back to Golden State, I'm going to might as well just go home. Well, Kate, you're going against Aaron Gordon, who is one of the, you know, One of the most athletic dudes in the league, similar to Wiggins, but I mean, six eight, that's going to be one heck of a matchup for Braun. I yeah, mean, those body frames are very, very similar. He ain't going to be able to overpower Aaron Gordon all the time. So, I mean, it is going to be a chess match, and then the battle of the bigs. I mean, look, I can't they're going to. Gonna, see I would try to involve Jokic in as many ball screens as possible mm-hmm. and keep the game at a fast pace. But that's not also how the Lakers play. This game's going to be one in the trenches, man. It's going to be a street fight between these two. So, okay. Who can withstand that um, is going to be the question. And also, like, you know, what do the additional players do? Like what, Alex Caruso, the KCPs, the, um, the Bruce Browns, you know, all these guys. It, it's going to – this is going to be one heck of a series, man. I'm, I'm really excited for this series. This is what Denver's been asking for yep. the mm-hmm. whole year. Mm-hmm. And this is a Laker team that is yeah, playing hey, their Jay, best basketball. Jay, you know, Caruso yeah. left the Lakers. You mean, uh, you mean Reeves. Oh, I said Austin Reeves, yeah. yeah I understand. We, we always got one. 
Caruso whether plays for the, the Bulls. Yeah, we got whether it. it's yeah. the machine, whether it's Caruso. We always got you one. Always got one. We always got one. Yeah, Austin Reeves. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Austin Reeves. Yeah. I just wanted to, yeah. uh, you know, you talk to clean that up, coach. Yeah, way to clean that up, coach. Hey, you got to listen. Yeah, you know, if you listen. I was here. Not hear me. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the same four teams playing the conference finals are the same four teams that played in the conference finals when the bubble happened in twenty twenty. Pat, oh. Pat just got in my ear and said we all look alike. <laughs> oh, here, are we back on that again? <laughs> Come on, officer. Gee, it, oh, oh no! Come on, officer. Oh, Pat. Pull over. <laughs> we all look alike. Oh my! God. Well, when you play for the Lakers and you're a shooter. I, I mean, that's just the way it is. I, apparently, Michael Cooper never played for the Lakers all that time, too. <laughs> Who knew? We go back in the NBA. And when does John Morant become a liability for the Memphis Grizzlies? We'll ask a former executive about that. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie Coleman, and for Max Kellerman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. It's time to play a little futures game. And so many futures to talk about on and off the basketball court in the NBA. Let's bring in Bobby Marks. Does a great job as an ESPN NBA front office insider. Also a former executive for the Brooklyn Nets. Hit him on Twitter at BobbyMarks42. Bobby, another incident involving guns and John Morant off the basketball court, of course. What do you think the NBA's response is going to be based on the latest involving the Memphis Grizzlies superstar? Oh, I think it's going to be, you know, certainly if that's, you know, the video and it's after him already meeting with the league and recent, I, I think it's going to be substantial. I mean, what is substantial? Is it 25? Is it, is it 30 games? I think that's probably, that's probably what it, that's the neighborhood we are looking at here. I mean, it's, you know, they, they met with him, you know, he went through the process, you know, if you're the league, you're probably looking at it as a, either, you know, a sign of disrespect or, you know, that he, he doesn't get it. I mean, if he didn't get it, that he lost $40 million last week by not being named all NBA, I don't know when he's going to get it here. And is it having him sit out for 25, 30 games to start the season? I, I don't know. But I think it will be 
if you know if if that's what the league direction is, I think it's going to be substantial here. Bobby, I, I I would agree. That's what I said. I thought you know twenty five to thirty games would be the right suspension mark for him. Um, I I also would I, I also would state that I think him going to some kind of rehabil- rehabilitation facility for an extended period of time until the league deems him properly evaluated to come back and play. I I just say that because the way the situation was handled the first time, Bobby, where it's like, oh yeah, I went down to Florida, I did some records yeah. for four days. You know, uh, I don't have any problems. Like, to me, that is denial, right? That is just, oh, well, I'm just going to do it for smoke and mirrors and just to save face. Because we all knew, like, they were trying to have him come back and play playoff basketball. Um, But now that this has reared its head again, I think, okay, we want to see you properly address it. And we all know that therapy doesn't happen just in four days to address some real issues while you're dealing with, you know, problems around, you know, fame and issues like that. No, you're 100% right. I mean, you have to hit rock bottom, right? I mean, you have to hit rock. I don't know if this is rock bottom for uh, – would be rock bottom for, for John Moran. You're right. I mean, I felt like everything that happened in March and April it was rushed. It was almost like, you know, he'll go down to Florida and he'll be back by the time the playoffs started. And everyone kind of gave him, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And nobody's going to give him the benefit of the doubt right now. So, We'll see. I mean, the, as you know, guys, I mean, the offseason's a challenge, right? I mean, you're basically kind of on your own and you're policing yourself. The team's not there to do so. And um, we'll see what the next, uh, you know, the next recourse is going to be. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider, former uh, Brooklyn Nets executive, joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Bobby, if this were the Nets at the time that you were running the team, how would you handle the jaw situation? Well, I mean, how I would handle it is that, you know, first, I, you know, I don't know if I would have let it get to this point. But that's the problem here is that we, it, it's just gotten to the point where it's like, you know, it, it, it's like the soda's out of the can here. I don't know how you can put it back in here. And, you know, same with, it went to Dylan Brooks' situation, which is certainly different here. I just don't know if I would have ever, you know, whether it been appeasing his friends, appeasing, appeasing his family. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy too, Keith, because his, his um, background coming out of college, his background was good. I mean, there were like no red flags as far as, you know, when teams did their, their research on him and it just kind of everything has manifested here. And um, it's, it's snowballed. I don't know if you're going to be able to kind of, you know, as I said, unless the player hits, hits rock bottom, I think we'll handle some, you know, or maybe the second year or even everything that happened this year, um, then you're probably dealing with it head on instead of waiting for the league to kind of jump in. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Freddie Coleman today filling in for Max Kilman. Bobby, like, so – where is the responsibility on the front office here, right? Because I, even with the report, the way things happen with Dylan Brooks, I, I've heard you know their ability to address it before. How does the front office handle this properly? Because this is your superstar. This is the future of your organization. What is that delicate line being balanced between being very firm and strict while also trying to create a loving and fostering environment to say, hey, this is the future for you here this is how we do take care of our own oh yeah i mean it's a balancing act i mean he's not even in year one of this this five-year 
you know, this five-year contract, you basically built this roster around him. He's the face of your franchise. He's, he's, he's everywhere. Um, he, as this roster goes, you know, you know, you, you have to have basically John Moran as your, as your main guy. So, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's the discipline part of it, but then there's the, you know, certainly the team part of it as far as, you know, how, um, you know, you know, how you handle it. And I think the interesting thing is that, you know, like what, what happens now with the rest of the roster here, because, the likelihood is that you were going to probably use Tyus Jones as your trade bait to upgrade your small forward spot, and now you mm-hmm. can't do that. So there is a you know there is a long term picture certainly with with Morant on his team, and then there's a short term picture and how this roster all of a sudden you know get gets better here. And and I think from that perspective you're in you're in a holding pattern. But yeah, I mean you're not you're not going to kick the player out out to the curb here. But I mean this is. You know, I guess strike two. Maybe it's even strike three or strike four, based on what we've what we've seen in the last year. What team that needs to win a championship next year has the most work to do in the off season? Is it Philadelphia, Bobby, or is it Golden State? Mm. Um, I would even put Phoenix up there. Okay, you know, certainly Phoenix is going to be. You know, we're going to talk about them a lot here with um, a new coach. The Philly is going to be interesting because listen, the, the trend we've seen in the last month is that you know the coach. Is probably going to be let go, and I'm not, I'm not. I don't have inside information on that, but we saw it with Phoenix, with Monty Williams, we saw it with Mike Boonholzer, Nick Nurse. You know, guys that you know we we were in a knee jerk reaction here, and it's basically if you, if you can't get to a conference finals in three years or win a championship, you're going to be you know they're going to be looking for a different direction for Philly. You know, it's it's basically what do you do with James Harden, right? Like, are you comfortable paying him you know thirty five forty million dollars, or do you let him walk and basically it's Embiid and Tyrese Maxey as your as your two main guys, and you look to maybe move Tobias Harris. Um, you know, I thought you know certainly Boston. I thought Boston was the more talented team. Realistically, I was stunned that Philadelphia was up three two, but they were up three two, and they had a chance to end the game in Philly um, on, on Thursday night, and they blew a golden opportunity, and they let go of the rope yesterday. I mean, that's the realistic. Realistically, they let go of the rope um, and they quit when in the third quarter when things got really bad. So. I mean, we could put all three of those teams up there. Golden State's a little bit different just because it's, there's going to be a decision with you know, Draymond, which I think I would think he'll be back. But the pool, the, you know, the Jordan Poole, you know, as far as do you move him to kind of, you know, bring back, you know, some depth here. Um, there's less work in Golden State. It's more costly, certainly. Right. But I think, you know, Phoenix, based on b- building out their bench, what happens with eight, and then, of course, what we saw yesterday with, uh, with Philadelphia. Great stuff by Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider. Hit him on Twitter at Bobby Marks 42. Always gracious with this time joining us here in Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Thanks a lot, Bobby. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You got Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, my man, Freddie Coleman, in for Max Kellerman, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Don't forget about us on the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. Tune in and also tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Before we get into Monty Williams being fired by the Phoenix Suns and not being out of a job sooner than later, Jesse wants to weigh in about the head coaching firings in Houston and Houston at Triple H say ESPN. Jesse, what you got? Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. This um, this question really goes about not just in Houston, but overall, why does the NBA recycle coaches that were not successful to go someplace else? Why do they bring in an assistant or someone brand new to have a whole different look? Because personally, I'm a Lakers fan, but I think uh, Steve Kerr, I think um, I think he's going to be out of there in, uh, in, in, um, in Golden State. And also, Doc, I think Doc already got the moving truck at his house. So wow. I'm just saying, what do you think? Why do they always recycle coaches that were not successful here or there? Why do they bring? Why do they just think of something totally different and bring in somebody new that's got a whole different look on how to run the team? But it all depends on how you define success. If 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 it just depends because it's only remember it's only two teams that's going to the championship every single year. So when you look at coaches in sports in general that have some success, sometimes it just the right place gets you over the hump. You know a guy is a great coach given the circumstances and how far he's taking a team. A guy like Jay Will, for instance, could, could go and coach college or in the NBA if he put his hat in the ring. Doesn't mean that he's going to go to the NBA Finals immediately. He may take a, a doormat team and get them to a certain position. People would deem Mike Brown an unsuccessful NBA coach, but now look what he did in Sacramento. I think it also depends upon where that team is at that particular juncture. Like if you're talking about like Charlotte, that's very different than talking about the 76ers, right? So a lot of times people say, well, just bring in an assistant coach. You know how hard it is to manage strong personalities? Like Like you know, it, it, it takes somebody who has a strong personality or somebody who's had experiences, you know, with other strong per- – that's why you hear Nick Nurse's name, right? Because Nick Nurse for that one year, mm-hmm. his play calling offensively is incredible. His schemes are incredible. But also he had to learn how to manage Kawhi Leonard and, and pair that with a Pascal Siakam and with other players. So there's a lot to be said about that in that experience ultimately. One of the things about that – And Darwin Ham takes over a Laker team Mm -hmm. that has veteran experience as a first-time head coach who's been on the block as an assistant coach and as a player. All the circumstances are different. They're totally different. Luke Walton take over coming to coach the Lakers. That's like, nah, because that team wasn't a veteran team that was a championship-caliber team, so he couldn't do the same things with them as he could do with a championship-caliber team. And because of Darvin Ham's success, a guy like Phil Handy, for example, an assistant, may get a longer look because what he's been yes. able to do, and Phil Handy's been a guy that many people talked about for more than a minute about being an NBA head coach. And, Jade, something you said about personalities, not so much big personalities, more than ever before just handling personalities, period, because somebody may think their personality is enough that they're contributing to that basketball team. And that was something that Monty Williams, I thought, did extraordinarily well because when you have a Chris Paul, the Kevin Durant for a short time, 
even with a Devin Booker who has an ego, not an ego ego, but enough an ego, you're handling so many different personalities. It wasn't his fault that the new owner came in and wanted a new voice because more often than not, no situations, Jay, when you come in, you want your own people that you feel comfortable with. He never wanted to get comfortable, in my opinion, with Monty Williams because he wanted to bring somebody else in to make the Phoenix Suns better, more of a championship team. In his See, mind. Freddie, I was slightly pushed back on you for that. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that is one of the reasons why he is being let go. Um, I, I, you know, hearing things around Phoenix about the relationship that he had with CP3 and how that worked with D Book, and how he lost DeAndre and, and Jay Crowder because Jay Crowder was the one guy that would get DeAndre and on the same page, and you know, then that dynamic shifting with bringing in Kevin Durant and a lot of questions with CP3 being out. Like th- this, to me, is that this is a sign that the franchise is handing the keys to Devin Booker fully right now. Like I think you're going to see this should. franchise moving forward. With the, with the ball in his hands a ton, with them playing at faster speed, with surrounding him with some different pieces. And um, I think you're going to see Devin Booker really choose with KD kind of looming as help and advice on who is the right coach for the style of basketball that he wants to play and that can hold him accountable. I think Monty you know, could hold CP3 and others accountable, but I think it, it all starts now around D-Book and what he wants moving forward. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right. That's good. I mean, when it comes to that pushback, not going to argue that point with you. Just telling you, know you what I heard. That. You know That's what fine. you that, hear. That, that you've heard a lot more. That was just me voicing the opinion in terms Go of Go ahead. I, I want to I hear some argument. Never mind. No, no we're not going to argue about that because <laughs> he has more intel than I do. We're not going to give you what you want, Keyshawn, as far as that goes. But when it comes to Amani Williams. I got enough arguing in my life that will last me a lifetime. Trust me. Are you, are you but see, for you, I still think Monty Williams could be a great coach at NBA. I, 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 I think he agree would be, with that. He'd still yeah. be a great coach. At, I, I think that time and all the moving pieces mm-hmm. with injuries, like that, that kind of ran this course. But it doesn't mean that he couldn't be a, a great head coach for yeah. another franchise. No, no. Maybe, to get maybe over he home. goes. Maybe he goes to a Charlotte, or maybe he goes to a Toronto, or something like that, and becomes mm-hmm. a better head coach. I mean, it it happens, man. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Is these guys that continue to get the opportunities to coach again? Yeah. Just because it failed in most people, in some people's eyes, at the destination that they departed from, doesn't mean that overall they can't become successful head coaches. Look at Mike Budenholzer because in Atlanta it didn't end well. Then he goes to Milwaukee and they win an NBA championship. And two years after that, they moved on from Mike Budenholzer. So key and to Jay, to your point, it's what have you done for me lately in that situation. Milwaukee felt they ran its course with Mike Budenholzer. Phoenix believed that with Monty Williams. Toronto completely believed that with Nick Nurse. And at a certain point, those guys have proven that they can coach and win championships, Jay, as coaches – which make them not just recycled head coaches, but appealing because they've been able to win at that highest level and take their team to the promised land and have a chance to have a team win that championship. Would you take a look, Jay, at Phoenix called? Would I take a look at Phoenix yeah. called? Yeah, would you take a look at um, Phoenix I'm no, serious. I don't, I'm not, I don't I'm think, not, I'm not no. joking. I'm serious. No, I, not, not, not because I don't think Phoenix would be a great opportunity. I, I don't think I would have – like, I don't think I would have enough experience for any team to win a championship off the bat with the pressure that Phoenix is going to have on them. Um, but I, it, it also, you know, Key, like when I hear players say things like, well, you know, that's not really up to me, I'm like, <laughs> when it comes to head coach, I'm like, stop lying, man. <laughs> it is up to you. <laughs> like, and I, you, you can defer and you can put it on, you know, management, right. but management wants to listen to you. So, like, I say little things like there are little tidbits that get dropped here, Freddie. Like, if, mm. if Devin Booker wanted Monty Williams 
to be the head coach there with all the conversations looming around CP3 being waived, them looking to trade DeAndre in, don't you think he would be the head coach there? Oh, De- Devin Booker can do whatever he wants to. They're not getting they, ready yeah, exactly. to not listen to him. So that's a sign of what's what's about to come. Like that's what people need to look at those unless things when just, those things occur. Unless, he just, unless his personality is such that he just don't want to deal with it, he don't want to be involved in it. He's like, I don't want to. I don't want no parts of that. Maybe that's. I mean, think about Coach. Yeah, key Coach Bud with Giannis. Mm-hmm. When Giannis is like, I would have loved if I had the opportunity to guard Jimmy Butler, but it's not my game plan. Like there, there's a lot of stuff. But you just read into it, you see way. what's happening. Yeah. Regardless of how drop, things get spun. You always drop breadcrumbs on the ground when, when you want to send a message, and, and people will pick it up and run with it. And without you actually, you know, voicing your opinion strongly, you just, like you said, hey, man, I'm, I just do what the coach tell me to do. Yeah. So I, why is it the coach telling you to do something different? Uh, I just do what he tell me, whatever that is. Yeah, I like him, but I don't like him like him in, like that anymore. There's a lot mm-hmm. of that going on more than ever before in the NBA and maybe depending on some NFL teams as well, especially the quarterback has that kind of stroke with that organization. It is Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio as well as ESPNU. What is next for another head coach in the NBA that many people believe could also be on his way out? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Who said James Harden returning to the Houston Rockets? Could be a real possibility. What? Exactly. Keyshawn, Jay Willem, Max. You got Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman, in for Max Kellerman, presented by Progressive Insurance. Fred, Go ahead. Freddie, yes, sir. before yes. we get into James Harden, can I, can yeah. I pose to you guys something that I, I feel like you're going you're gonna to hear this conversation okay. first here, but trust me, it's, gonna, it's already looming and percolating. All right. If you look at the Memphis Grizzlies record without Ja Morant, okay. they won a lot of games. Yeah, they haven't been scrubs. Combine that with some of the stuff that's happening off the court. Now, I'm not saying that Memphis is a better franchise without their right. star player. Right. But you can make the case that they have played really good basketball without their star player and won the games at a high clip um, over the last couple of years. And if these type of issues keep coming up, you're going to hear people start talking about conversations with ownership. Do we want to keep putting in all of being all in on John Morant? when he's not really all in on us. It's going to lead to some of those conversations percolating around, will this team be better off without Ja Morant moving forward in their franchise future? Yeah, he'd be great for I'm just trying to we'll tell take you. care of him. We'll get him right mentally and everything. Yeah. I, I, know, so? I know a lot of people would take him, I, I, but you're going to – I'm, I'm hearing from people that I know that these are some of the conversations that now mm-hmm. – I'm not saying it's going to happen, but they're actually starting to think about, like, all right, mm-hmm. moving forward, how does this work? Like – is he going to become mature enough to actually lead our franchise? Here's our record without him. We won a lot of games. 
Tyus Jones, you just heard Bobby Mark say, was on the trade market to try to get them a wing. We talk about them always missing like a Jalen Brown or a Pascal Siakam, like a veteran presence in the wing, in the locker room. But if you're saying, all right, Tyus Jones is a good leader, Jaron Jackson, a good leader, those conversations are going to start happening. So, Jay, should we add you to the list of people you're sending to the Knicks? Nope. No? Nope. No. James Dolan sure? will never sign off on that. Believe me. Nope. James Dolan will never sign off on that guy. So you're saying Harden to the Rockets, Ja to the Sixers. Got it. Let's do oh, it. Oh, no, do that, I don't think that's do what that Jay thing. Williams is saying. Do it, Jay. <laughs> that's what I heard. Jay, you scared. Do it, Wait Jay. Wait a minute. I don't think that's what we heard. Yeah, Jay, I heard Jay say that too. Jay will. Jay will. See, I mean, we, heard, we, we heard Keith talking about the Lakers and that whole deal, but all of a sudden we had like a six degrees of Ja Morant trade separation here. No, I, just was, saying, pack I was just saying we could take him and we, we could bless him out here. We're going to clean him up, get his mind right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. All them homeboys and all that, we're going to – Get him a check, and we're going to tell him, go on, man. Y'all, y'all going about your business, man. We're getting ready to help this kid out and get, his, get him right. You the see only, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but the only one who's going to get John Moran right is John Moran. Well, you that's can, true, too. You can have Mother Teresa around him, but if he can't save himself, then there's no, nothing that anybody can say or do that's going to do that, no matter where he goes or where you want him to go. That's, yeah. that's what this comes down to. I mean, the whole James Harden deal, I mean, Wojcik get up this morning and said that him going back to Houston is a real possibility – because the Rockets have upwards of $60 million in cap space, and they believe Harden is thinking about that. That's a whole money thing. More than ever before, Jay, and also Key, the only one that has any kind of say-so on what they're going to do are the players themselves, more than ever before in the NBA, whether James Harden goes to Houston or John Moran trying why, to why fix himself. You, why would you go back to Houston? I have Houston's, no idea. Houston has no opportunity, right? And right no as idea. it stands right now, Jay, yeah. they're, not, they're not a playoff team, right? They're not no. a championship team. So why would you – why would you do that? Are you just giving no up on a championship and saying, you know what, man, I'm I'm tired of chasing the ring. I'm just going to go get my money and live my life and go back to Houston where my businesses are and they they welcome me with open arms in Houston. Is that where his mind is at? Going from Embiid no to Sagoon is, is insane, Jay. That's an insane <laughs> oh, well, I, thing to do. I mean, I, can't, I, can't, I kept hearing people talk like that was mm-hmm. a reality, and I was like – Nah, there ain't no – nah, I can't see that. Not at this stage of his career. He he already left Brooklyn, which seemed like a mess, you know, and, and he got to Philly where he's playing with Joel Embiid. You guys are compatible. You've won a lot of games at a high clip. You're not that far away. You don't go back to where you had problems before. Like, I, I get yeah. – but he got love for a city. Maybe that's it. it. Like, I don't know. Is this what you want from players, though? Don't you want loyalty? You know, do you want them to go back to the teams that they originally were at? Sure, like, but I, it, but it yeah, doesn't I can do make that sense. Later, though. I ain't got to do that right now. You I don't have do to that. do it, but I, I don't know. I do that when I'm when I'm on my way out the door. Yeah, especially if you're James Harden, where wherever whatever you think about him, it's not a a, a strong reputation when it comes to delivering in in clutch situations or being the guy that can be a, see, a any, missing piece to a championship. I, I got to say this though. Okay. You know, we we define reputation or we define legacy by, like, winning at all costs. I, there is a part of me that, like, yo, James wants, if James wants to go back to Houston, if that's what he wants his legacy to be, I mean, he's one of the in, most innovative players the game of basketball has ever seen. There's always going to be the caveat about him not winning it when it matters the most. But if, he, if that's what he wants his legacy to be, then so be it. Cheers to James if that's what he wants. If it's about the money – I mean, we're also talking about a guy who changed his lifestyle for his family. I, Key, I know I, I'm not saying it's right, like the way okay. we would do it, 
Mm-hmm. But everybody has their own definition of oh, what no, they want what, their that's legacy what I said. No, that's what, if, that's, if, if that's what he wants to do right. and go back and live his life and he's tired of chasing the ring, there's nothing wrong with that. That's if that's what he wants to do. Right, the key words there. He wants the, to do. If he wants to do it, as they say, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> the, the thing with that by the Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio He's been steadfast, gentlemen, in saying that how much he how much he believes he can be a, a piece of a championship contender or be that link to a championship contender. So if he's changed his mind, no one should criticize him for that. But if that's the way you still feel about that, then going to Houston to me makes absolutely no sense if you think you can be a championship piece or part of a championship contender or a championship team. Yeah, that's, that's all, what I'm saying. You, yeah, if you want to be a champion, you're not going to Houston. That's for damn sure. I, don't I hear. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to say on that one. Yeah, <laughs> that that still throws me off. You know, hard in Houston. The way Absolutely in Houston, because he forced his way out. Yeah, anyway. and now that, that same organization is just going to accept you back in after you forced your way out. Yeah, and and you but. scorched the earth when you did that when it came to James Harden. Anyway, all right, F- predictions. I know Keyshawn's going to take the Lakers over the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. How many games? You don't know what I'm going to do. How you know that? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I just got the planet Earth today, right? <laughs> you do look kind of Martian. Hey, easy now. <laughs> easy now. But I know you're picking the Lakers. They're your team. Absolutely. You're taking the Nuggets. I'm not crazy. No, why would I do that? That's yeah. boring basketball. All right. In six games or five games or what? I'd say six. All right. Jay, what about you? I, I got to think this one through. I'm going to wait until listening to What? Be careful. I know. I got to think this one through. A lot okay. of business on the line with, with Spring Hill right now, so I got to think this one through. <laughs> you talking about James Harden doing it for the money. I, I applaud that. <laughs> I hey, applaud look, that I, for I'm you. thinking legacy here. Yeah. I'm thinking legacy. Not, okay. hey, remember, about, when let you me pick, see the we, roster Just remember, Jay, when huh? you pick the Nuggets, it's Church's Chicken you messing oh, with, God. not Popeye's. Hey, no, don't you put the no. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. We're at least Bojangles now. We <laughs> don't put Church's Yo, Chicken. Jokic is like Church's like Chicken, do man. Oh, it's very God. boring. You can oh. eat it. It's good. Yeah. But it's very boring. Extra hot sauce for me, please. Extra hot sauce on it and jalapenos <laughs> hey, and everything he, else. He, he may be bringing that extra hot sauce based on this conversation as far as that goes. Uh, you guys have a good one. We'll do it again soon. Probably right, Friday. Well, I'll be tomorrow. Yeah, well, you, I, well, I won't be here tomorrow. But you Vacation's over, tomorrow. Key. <laughs> Greeter with Mike Greenberg comes your way next. This has been KJM on the Mighty ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.